0: Hi, welcome to New Hope Community Church Online. The sermon you are about to hear was originally given by Pastor Chuck Wilson. New Hope Community Church, to know, to live, and to share Jesus Christ. We're going to be showing a video at the end, just letting you know I'm doing a little shorter sermon because we're showing a very special video. I'll save the surprise for you. I'm going to do 2 Timothy 1.12. You're going to see why in a minute. It's, and the title is, No Matter What. We've been in the book of Mark, and we're going back to that next time. We just hit the crucifixion. And we're going to continue on. if you've missed that, see these podcasts. But I want to jump over to 2 Timothy for one verse today. Because this verse has been really hitting me. And I just felt like it, it was connected to the cross. Because we're all called to carry our cross. And this is all about trusting God's purposes in the cross that we are called to carry. And the key to having peace... No matter what. Now remember that. No matter what is happening in our life, whatever is happening in our country, whatever happens in our church on a Sunday morning or during the week, no matter what, the key to having peace is this verse. Let me pray. Father, we thank you for the worship. We thank you for bringing each of us through a week of many Struggles and trials and battles. But, Lord, we're here. We're worshiping you. We're in your word now. We pray that your mercy and grace would speak to us through your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Second Timothy 1.12. And I want to memorize this one. Verse 12. That is why I am suffering as I am, yet I am not ashamed, because I know whom I have believed and am convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him for that day. That is why I am suffering as I am. Paul is going through persecution, just like people all around the world being persecuted, and just like it's coming here, we've been talking about this for a long time, just like we're seeing what's happening with the terror attacks continually, uh, he, he, is, he is suffering for his faith. But no, nobody has suffered more than Paul. In fact, I just want to look at Second Corinthians eleven twenty four. Start with verse 24, just to give you a, a glimpse of Paul's sufferings, what his life is like. Five times I received from the Jews the 40 lashes minus one. Remember the 39 lashes? Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. I spent a night and a day in the open sea. I have been constantly on the move. I have been in danger from rivers, in danger from bandits, in danger from my own countrymen, in danger from Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, and in danger from false brothers. I have labored and toiled and have often gone without sleep. I have known hunger and thirst and have often gone without food. I have been cold and naked. Besides everything else, I face da- the daily pressure of my concern for all the churches. Wow. Wow. You think you have problems? Yes, we all do, don't we? We, all, we do have problems. We all have problems. But nothing compared to what Paul went through. Yet, he, Paul here, and back to 2 sec- in Timothy 1.12, he gives us the key through the Holy Spirit, the key to preserving, persevering, and having peace no matter what happens. No matter what happens. No matter what. No matter what. He says in verse, going back to the verse here again, that is why I'm suffering as I am, yet I am not ashamed because I know whom I have believed. I know whom I have believed. And this is the key, the whom. Don't focus, now, now follow me on this. Don't focus on what, what. Don't focus on the what. Don't focus on what could happen, possibly, what could possibly happen. So many times we do that. We, we focus on what could happen and we get ourselves crazy. 80% of what we worry about never happens. Did you know that? 80% never happens. But if you tell someone who worries a lot, and I've done it before, uh, you know, 80% doesn't happen. See, it worked. You know, they, it worked for me. That's why I worry, because 80% won't happen then. Uh, but it, no, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. No, it just drains us. It drained us. It makes us miserable. It steals our peace and joy. And not only that, it's sin. Did you know worry is sin? Well, we can't help worry. Yeah. Huh? It's sin. Paul says, do not be anxious about anything. Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled over and over again. He talks about that. So if we're not supposed to worry and we do worry, what is that? Sin. Because it shows a lack of trust. doesn't mean we don't have anxiety-producing moments. Doesn't mean we have to work, don't doesn't mean we don't have to work through that, that anxiety and, and, and worry. But if we get stuck in it, once we get stuck in it, we're going against what God says. Alright, we're not supposed to to, to stay anxious, so, but it happens because all, so often we focus on what could happen, what could possibly happen. Also, we shouldn't focus on what might happen. Different from could, the might is, it. it, pro, it there's a good probability of it happening. It might really happen, because it, it's not just that it could happen, but there's a good chance of it happening. We see the signs of something coming. We see the storm clouds gathering in the USA today, right? We see the storm clouds. It might be a job layoff. You, you see a lot of layoffs going on all around you. Everybody's getting laid off around you and you well, there's a good chance I could get laid off too. It's coming toward me. Your child is getting all D's in school. Or you, kids in college and school, you're getting all D's in school. Well, there's a good chance you're going to fail that class. It could happen, right? Uh, it, I mean, it might happen. It might happen. Uh, you, have, you find a lump somewhere in your body. And the doctor says, I'm sending you for tests right away. It really might be cancer, right? And some of you have gone through that. But even though it really might happen, we should deal with it, but not focus on it. That's not supposed to be our focus. So we're not supposed to focus on what could happen, possibly. We shouldn't even focus on what might happen, very probable chance. Don't even focus on what is happening. Even that, don't focus on what is happening, no matter how crazy it is. How crazy? Even bombs going off, right? Think about what is happening. Notice all these attacks that just happened. There were no guns involved, so they can't blame guns. Guns isn't the only problem. There's a lot bigger problem. It's a spiritual warfare that we're dealing with. But our, most of our government and most of our... This country is completely blind to the real problem. It's a spiritual problem. It's a spiritual warfare that we're in the middle of. We have turned away from God, and we're reaping. We reap what you sow. Reaping what you sow. So no matter how crazy it gets. So now get this out. Don't focus on what could happen possibly. Don't focus on what. Probably might happen even. Don't even focus on what is happening. Paul says no. No matter what happens, focus on the whom. It's not the what. It's the whom. Whom I have believed. That's who we've put our faith in. It started at salvation when you put your faith in Jesus Christ. We trust him to take us to heaven someday. But we put our faith in Jesus. We believe in him. We say, God, I believe Jesus is your son. He died on the cross in my place to take my sin. And I I've put my faith in him. I repent of that sin. I put my faith in him. I give my life to him. That is the moment we put our faith in Jesus Christ. That's who we've believed in. And we're trusting that we're going to be with God for all eternity someday, right? But as Christians, we don't get beamed up. Beam me up, Scotty. It doesn't happen. Right, You have to go through this life However long God leaves us here To go through the transformation process The sanctification process The spiritual battles that we have to fight We have to go through them But this is what he's saying Paul says whom I believe We're also trusting not just for salvation But we trust him every day Every day Every step of the way With every area of our life We're trusting him who Whom we believed in We put our faith in Jesus Christ. So if we do that, it doesn't matter what is happening in our life. Could happen, might happen, is happening, it doesn't matter because we know the whom. We know who has us in his hands. That's the key focusing. I watched the movie um, The Walk. I think that was the title of the guy who walked the, the rope over the World Trade Center. Anybody is that what it's called? The walk? I think I got it right. And and we were watching it with the kids, and I was terrified, it was so scary. You know, watching this guy up high. And he he put this cable between the two the the, the twin towers, and he walked across, and then he I don't want to spoil it too much, but he spent a lot of time out in this rope. It was crazy. And you're like, how could he do this? There were policemen shouting, the wind was blowing. Terrifying looking down, huge I mean so so high up, unbelievable. But the key was he just focused on the rope. It was a cable, but he just focused on the rope. That was the key. He didn't look at it, he didn't listen to the police, he didn't look at everything else. He just focused on the rope. Some of you might remember that show Kung Fu. Remember Kung Fu? I think it was David Carradine was in it. And I used to love that as a kid, you know. He'd he beat up all these guys with guns, you know, and he could do all this stuff. But it would always have flashbacks for Kung Fu. And he'd flashback to his teacher. Remember the, the old teacher, the old guy who would teach him, he was blind, you know. And, and he would teach him all these things about Kung Fu. And, and I remember the one episode I really remember well was he... he said now I'm going to teach you how to handle fear and yeah, I want you to walk over this little pole. There's a pole over water over this liquid. He goes, it was acid. He goes, this is deadly acid and you can see a, a a skeleton in the bottom. Somebody had fallen in and, and died. He goes, but I want you to walk across this pole. And and, and, and it, wasn't, it wasn't hard. It wasn't that narrow. You could have just walked across. And he had a this bar he was, pole he was carrying to help him. And he, so he starts walking across this board over this acid and he panics. He panics. And what should have been a fairly easy walk, even I might have been able to do it, he, he, he starts panicking and he falls into the acid. But it wasn't acid, it was just water. And the, the, the old guy reaches in, even because he pulls out the fake skeleton. It was just a fake thing, you know. And he says, you focused on the skeleton and the acid instead of fo- focusing on the bar. And that's why you fell in. And that's the key. We have to focus not on all this other stuff. We focus on the rope. We focus on the lifeline that we have. We focus on Jesus Christ and, and, and focus on him and, and hang on to him. That's the key. The whom. The whom. And it says in 2 Timothy 1.12, he says... That is why I'm suffering as I am, yet I'm not ashamed because I know whom I have believed and am convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him for that day. We're convinced that, that he is able to guard what? We know the whom, and now we, we know we can, we can trust him to guard what I have entrusted to him for that day, the final day, when we get to heaven someday. We're trusting him to do that. What? The what? Have we put the what into God's hands. Whatever we put into God's hands, we will never lose. Very important perspective. We know whom. And we know that whatever we put in his hands, the what, we will never lose that. Money. Think of money. If you put your money into a 401k or the bank, you might lose a lot, right? Stocks could crash. <laughs> Good chance. Uh, you, you might lose a lot now, but you will lose everything someday. You'll lose it all at death. I've been to a lot of funerals. I've never seen a hearse pulling a U-Haul. Now, it doesn't happen. You're going to lose it all someday. But if we put everything into God's hands, we will never lose a penny. Do you realize that? Because God knows where it is. Whatever happens, it's his money. If he wants to, to take it away through your stocks or 401k or, or something else happens, it was his. We've, we've put it in his hands. He knows where, where it went. He knows where to find it if he wants to use it for something, Right? He knows. And if we've committed everything to God, all of our finances to God, we will never lose them. We won't even lose them when we die. If we really commit to God and let God use it any way he wants, we won't lose it even when we die. Why? Because we'll have treasures in heaven. We've talked about that many times, treasures in heaven. Same with people, our loved ones. If we put our loved ones into God's hands, we'll never lose them. We'll never lose them. They may move away. They might go to the mission field. They might move to Africa. They might go all over the place. But God's got them. We know God has them. They might die. No, they will die. We will all die, right? We will all die. Which is really sad for us. But where will they be if we put them into God's hands? They're going to be in heaven. And where would they rather be? (laughs) Where would we rather they be? Um, maybe we re- wrestle with that, but we want them to be in heaven. And where would they rather be? You think if God gave them a choice, oh, uh, you could go back to your you know, family or you could stay with me. Oh, that's a tough choice, being in heaven. No, they're going to, boom, yeah, they're not going to leave. They're going to say, don't ever ask me that again. If we could get a glimpse of heaven for one second, we would never wish anybody back here on earth. That's, that's, that we know he's going to take care of us. And that's a, a whole different perspective. That if there, if somebody is in God's hands, it's okay. No matter what, it's okay. No matter what. I remember, I remember I had the tailors the come and speak year, some years ago. They have the church there in Morrisville. First Baptist Church in Morrisville. And remember they shared this story about what happened. They, the one son had the brain damage, this fluky thing at college. And, and now he's, stuck in, in, in this bed and he's just a shell of himself and, and I'll never forget talking to uh, we were, Kim and I were talking to them one day and, and Lois was saying you know you know, it's really hard what's happened to have us, our son who was a genius laying in this bed we don't even know what he can do or think or act you know, he's just stuck there for the rest of his life but we know he's a Christian he was a very dedicated Christian and we're just so thankful that if we have to face a trial, that this is it. Because we know where he's going. He could die anytime. We know where he's going. What would really be hard for us is if he had left the faith. If he had walked away from God, that would have been crushing for us. That's the perspective. That's the perspective that what really matters, no matter what, We've put them into God's hands. The same thing with our gifts and abilities. We have, we all, God gives us all gifts and abilities. Uh, it's the same concept. I'll use sports as an example because you know, I love sports. But if you're an athlete and you play sports, if you do it for God, you can't lose. If you do it for God, the results don't matter because you can never lose. Yes, you might lose a game, and that's disappointing, and you might have an injury, which is disappointing, but it's not crushing because we know who we play for and why we play for his glory and what God is doing in and through us. And if he chooses to, we lose or we get hurt or something, there's a reason for it. So the result of that is we can enjoy the game. We can enjoy the competition no matter what. We can enjoy it no matter what. And it frees us up to really play. And I'm, you, I'm using sports as an example. It frees, you could do it with your job. You could do it with, with your school. You apply it to any area of your life. It frees us up to just really go for it and not be paralyzed by fear of failure or any of that stuff. Because it, it frees us up because we know we're doing it for God. And no matter what, he's got this. Win or lose. Player injured, he's got it. Uh, I saw a great example of that this week with the Eagles game last Sunday. This rookie quarterback, went, leads them to victory. It's a big deal. Everybody's all crazy about it. And, and, and they were like, he wasn't even phased. He went from third string to starter in, in a one-week period, leads the team to victory. And they were talking to me, and they and said, how did you handle this pressure? And he said, it's just a game. He goes, it's just a football game. That's all it really is. And then he, but everybody's like, what? But then he goes, I just put on my worship music before the game. I pop it on. I listen to my worship music. I go out and play. And I leave, I don't worry about the results. That's, that's the key, isn't it? Now, he may take a beating this week. The Eagles, whatever. But, but I don't think it's going to, it doesn't matter. It's all, about, it's all about God. Have we put everything and everyone in God's hands? How we do with the, the worry test, the anxiety test? That tells us the answer. If we've really put everything in God's hands, if we have anxiety and worry, that's because we, we aren't releasing. And Once again, I've got to work through it. Every day I've got to work through the worry and anxiety. Trust me. But, but, it, but once we work through it, we just surrender it, and we, we take the burdens gone. Martin Luther said... I have held many things in my hands and have lost them all. But whatever I have placed in God's hands, that I still possess. I wrote that down with this, my verse card on this one a long time ago. Have we surrendered all? Have we committed all to Jesus Christ? That's the only way to true peace no matter what crashes, it's the only way to have peace. No matter what crashes, crashes, whether it's a stock market, whether it's the you know World Trade Center, whether it's the USA, whether it's the elections, you know, and crashing, whether it's persecution in our country. The only way to really be safe is to be in God's hands and, and knowing that we're gonna, when on that day we'll be with Him for all of eternity. That's the only way. Are you in God's hands? Have you ever put your faith in Jesus Christ? Given your life to Him, have you believed in Jesus? Have you put your faith in Him? John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Has there been a time in your life where you say, God, I believe Jesus died for my sin. I repent of that sin. I believe he died on the cross for me, and I put my faith in him, and I give my life to him. Have you given your life to Jesus Christ? And if if we have done that as Christians, maybe God's speaking to us about refocusing. Because we we lose our focus, don't we? Just like, ah, grasshopper, you know, walking over that pole. We lose our focus, you know. We look everywhere except where we're supposed to be looking. And and, uh, and we lose it. Maybe today it's all about refocusing through this verse, through God's word. And staying focused no matter what. No matter what. Tattoo that. Tattoo that. I don't like tattoos. Uh, I don't have any, but but, uh, several of my family members do. But anyway, uh, we won't go there. Creates too much anxiety. But anyway, but that's just the one tattoo you you could get. NMW, no matter what. It's the only one. But instead of a tattoo, I got you something else. This little handout, the cross in my pocket. Something to keep in your pocket. I just took it out of mine. I love this poem, I think it brings together the cross and the no matter what and who we're supposed to focus on. It says, I carry a cross in my pocket, a simple reminder to me of the fact that I am a Christian no matter where I may be. This little cross is not magic, nor is it a good luck charm. It, it isn't meant to protect me from every physical harm. It's not for identification for all the world to see, It's simply an understanding between my Savior and me. When I put my hand in my pocket to bring out a coin or a key, the cross is there to remind me of the price he paid for me. It reminds me, too, to be thankful for my blessings day by day and to strive to serve him better in all that I do and say. It's also a daily reminder of the peace and comfort I share with all who know my Master, and give themselves to his care. So I carry across in my pocket, reminding no one but me that Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life, if only I'll let him be. Let's pray. As we go to this time of prayer before we close with our video, how is the Holy Spirit speaking to us? Maybe we need to refocus today. Instead of on the what, but refocus on the whom. The whom. The one we've believed in, on Jesus. No matter what cross we're carrying, no matter what refining fire we're going through, no matter what is happening in this crazy country now. We know who has us if only we keep our focus on Him. And it's not easy, is it? It takes a lot of prayer and a lot of surrender, it takes quiet time with Jesus. While we're all praying about that, I want to ask if anybody here has never put their faith in Jesus. You've never put yourselves in God's hands. But the Holy Spirit is speaking to you today. And you can do it right now. You can come to the cross of Jesus Christ right now. And put your faith in Him. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son. That whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. Will you pray that prayer of faith right now? It's a simple prayer. God, I repent of my sin of everything I've ever done that goes against your word or your will for my life, I repent of that and ask you to forgive me because I'm putting my faith in your son Jesus who died on the cross for me, who came back from the dead for me. I put my faith in Jesus I give my life to you, God. I'm gonna follow him now. I'm gonna follow Jesus. If you've prayed that prayer of faith, then you've believed in Jesus and you are now in God's hands. And you've begun an adventure you're walking across the rope now. But you have a safety rope to hang on to. And your life will be changed in ways you never thought possible because Christ is living in you now. I want to encourage you to let somebody know, maybe you have a family member or a friend here or maybe you came alone tell me on the way out fill out the card text call let somebody know so that we can encourage you and be excited for you and believe me we'll be excited it happens every week almost someone puts their faith in Jesus and starts a new life in Christ Father you know what each of us is going through you know what each of us is going to go through You know where our country is headed. But no matter what, Father, I pray that we could keep our eyes on you and live in peace, knowing that you have us and your mercy and grace is there to help us. And you have a purpose for what you're allowing us to go through. I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen.